Spark Sport, you would have heard. In fact, I, I was going to talk about this today because it looked for a time like TVNZ weren't going to uh, put the final on at all. They were going to play Coronation Street, and I just thought that was really poor form. Anyway, that's been changed. Spark Sport and TVNZ have teamed up again, so TVNZ will cover the uh, the bronze medal match, but it'll be an hour delayed. Um, but, you know, Spark has been in the gun a bit, especially early stages of the Cup for the coverage and the buffering, and some people couldn't see it. And, of course, the rural sector were outraged, and quite rightly so. So let's talk to uh, technology commentator Paul Brislin on whether you think Spark Sport has been a success for this Rugby World Cup. Paul's on the line with us. Very good afternoon to you, Paul. Good afternoon. Yeah, mate, good thank you so much for your time, Paul. Really good to chat. So has it been a success, the Rugby World Cup, for Spark Sport? I think overall you'd have to say yes. They've, they've managed to um, get most of the games up and running uh, with as few problems as possible. And as you say, there were teething problems in the first couple of games uh, and there's been a, a quite a steep learning curve for a lot of people who um, uh, who just assumed that it would be exactly the same experience as you get on Sky or on TV and Z back in the day. Uh, but overall, I think um, they've come through it quite well and, and it is the way of the future. So, you know, we're going to see a lot more of this kind of thing. How much was it a loss for Spark? Because everyone was talking about the gains they'd made even to get this tournament and then, of course, they got the cricket. How much of a loss do you think it is for Spark Sport um, to lose the Super Rugby to Sky? Well, I think um, there's going to be a lot of tussling backwards and forwards like that and it's it's not necessarily... Um, uh, so much about each individual code. It's about having a broad spread uh, of offerings so that you can get as many different types of viewers signing up as possible. So they've got um, they've got TV content, you know, drama and comedy sewn up. They've got their own offering there. They've now got Spark Sport uh, with, with a fair number of offerings. That sort of thing is just going to keep growing and they'll do more and more of this in the future. Not so much because it's a moneymaker, but because it uh, it's sticky. You know, people... People just like to get one bill and they can say, OK, well, we'll sign up for our internet provider and uh, we'll get our phone calls and our mobile yeah. and we'll also get some content as well. Oh, look, we can get the sport. So whether they win or lose individual codes, it's it's probably not important really in the big scheme of things. It'll be um, do they have as broad an offering as possible? And I think that's that's the plan for the next few years at any rate. Right. Paul, from a public relations point of view and a consumer goodwill point of view, one of the things that I'd found a bit disconcerting, and I, look, I totally take the point that some of the issues were with folk at home, but for rural customers, for example, there must be some ill will from them because that's where the problems were with the Spark streaming, what wasn't it? Well, rural customers have always been hard done by when it comes to really good quality broadband offerings. Uh, and we've we've long argued for years and years now. Gosh, I've, I've been talking about this, I think, since probably Y2K. So what's that, 20, 20 years now, saying mm, yeah. rural New Zealand is badly served. We need to do more. Uh, the money that's spent in the cities um, uh, to give us yet another connectivity network is is a drop in the bucket compared with the needs and the and the, the you know the absolute requirement that we that we make sure rural New Zealand is connected. But the problem is it's just so expensive. You know, you can plonk a cell site down in central Auckland and you've got 50,000 people using it by the end of the year. Uh, you do that in some parts of rural New Zealand and you might get a couple of hundred. And, and the economics just don't stack up for a company, which is why uh, it's important that the government gets involved and that we as a, as a, 
as a people, say, well, okay, it's important to me that rural New Zealand has this kind of coverage. Um, we're going to help fund it and we're going to help uh, resource it because there's no no way you can ever make a commercial business case for it. That's an excellent point. Just a couple of quick things before we let you go, Paul. Um, because Spark teamed up with TVNZ and TVNZ were planning to show the semi-final and the final live and now that's changed, the All Blacks haven't made the finals, so they're going to do it now delayed. But how much does Spark lose by diluting the service, if you like, to, to include TVNZ? Well, they, they certainly probably lose a bit of cash because they, um, uh, they don't have that exclusivity. So you do lose a little bit on that side. But I thought it was quite a cunning move because... Uh, as we saw in the early days, you know, if there is a problem uh, with the delivery, they can just cut over and immediately show it on a network yeah. that they know people have got access to. So in, in, I think that was a really smart idea. Um, I don't think we'll see that again in the future. I think they'll probably think, OK, we've, we've got the teething trouble sorted out. We'll, we'll run it ourselves from here. And for this one, given how important it was, I thought it was a very, very clever idea. Um, so I was very pleased to see that, particularly right. when things did go sideways in, in the early games. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point too. And the last thing from me, how much of a loss for Spark Sport, the All Blacks not making a final? Do they lose a poultice? Uh, no, I think, I think overall people will have signed up for the long-term package. You know, they would have said, right, well, we'll sign up for the whole Rugby World Cup. Um, you know, rugby people like rugby. They'll watch, they'll watch it even if it is... And I hate to say it, but England and South Africa in the final, and not Wales versus the All Blacks. Yeah. But um, I think I think they'll uh, they'll still do all right out of that. I don't think people were paying uh, game by game. My my take from people I've spoken to is no, they signed up for the whole lot or um, just waited and watched it on um, on TV when it was played an hour later. So right. yeah, I think they'll do all right. Very very good to get your thoughts, Paul. Thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thanks very much.